You know, sometimes people ask me, hey, Matt, I want to work for a startup. Which type of startup should I work for? And they're asking to know, like, which startups do I think are going to be the biggest, right? The ones that end up like Google and Facebook. When I actually don't think this is how potential startup employees should be looking at where they work. Yes, they want to join a company that's up to the right, that's growing really quickly. But one thing I think that is kind of overlooked many times is the culture fit. And how are you able to determine if there might be a culture fit or team fit before you even join the team? Well, I found something that actually enables you to do this, and it's called JobServe. JobServe gives you the edge that you need to understand your personal work style and how that affects the job you do and those you work with. Ultimately, you fill out their assessment, then you're able to see, oh, this is my work style and I gel with these types of people or this type of team, and this is the type of team that I may not gel with. For example, I took the assessment, and there's a few things that I learned. One. My temperament is I'm a driver. My primary tendency is to take control of situations. I prefer more of an independent approach with an emphasis on persistence, pragmatism, and a strong will. What's my leadership tendency? It's relationship-based. I prefer to focus more on relationships in order to support and motivate others, whether the individuals report to me or not. These are things that I've learned where if I ever in the future wanted to work for a startup, I would keep these in mind. Would I want to work for a startup that doesn't like drivers, doesn't want independent-minded thinkers? Well, if that's the case i wouldn't work there right and i now know that because i've taken this quiz so for you if you are thinking of breaking into startups you want to understand what startup would be a good fit for you i highly encourage you to go to jobserve.com that's j-o-b-s-u-r-v.com take the assessment and learn more about yourself so you understand what team would be the best fit for you and how about this after you take the assessment email me matt at mattsherman.com let me know what your results are and i bring a couple of you onto the podcast to chat with me about your results and what that means and what types of startups might be a good fit so if you are interested in understanding yourself better and more importantly understanding what type of startup is the best fit for you on a cultural level on a team fit level, go to jobsurv.com, take the assessment, and email me at matt at mattsherman.com, and maybe I'll pick a couple of you to come on the podcast and chat about your results. And note, if you're an employer, this is for you too. You can use JobServe ultimately to make sure the people that you hire are aligned with you culturally and a team fit. That is jobsurv.com. Check it out. Email me once you fill out the assessment, and maybe I'll have you on the podcast. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical skill yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. 
Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Matteo Franceschetti, who's a co-founder CEO of 8sleep. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Thank you for having me. Everything is great. Glad to be here. Yeah, excited to have you on. Uh, let's, let's just kind of dive right into it. For people that don't know what 8sleep is or haven't heard of it before, can you kind of share what you're working on? Yeah, 8sleep is the first sleep fitness company. We leverage technology to improve your sleep performance. So we developed uh, um, a, the pod, which is a whole mattress with uh, cooling and heating technology. It also tracks everything about your health and in general has a bunch of features to improve your sleep performance. So let's kind of talk about, um, actually, let's start with the, the, the origin story, the why for 8sleep. Why did you decide to work on this? What's the origin story for it? Yeah, I have always been an athlete when, when I was a teenager. I was a tennis player. Um, and, uh, and then before 8sleep, I was already an entrepreneur. I was the typical entrepreneur working long hours and uh, having a hectic life. And so I started wondering why Elon Musk is taking us to Mars and I still spend a third of my life on a piece of dumb foam. And we also expect my body to recover on its own. Uh, at that point, I started looking into the, the sleep market. I saw there was no technology. Obviously, it's a huge market and it's something that applies to everyone. And that is how I came up with the idea originally. Got it. Um, that's awesome. I appreciate you sharing that. So let's kind of walk through the experience if someone was to get 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 one of these, you know, th these products, this mattress. So if I was to order it online, can you kind of share what do I get? What's my user experience? And if I was to get it, what would it what's the process to kind of get up and running with eight sleep? Absolutely. So first of all, you can buy directly on our website, eightsleep.com. Second, you can buy two core products. One is the whole mattress, and the second is a cover that can retrofit any mattress with our technology. Core value is we can heat and cool each side of the bed at a different temperature, and our machine learning and AI can adjust the temperature during the night to optimize your sleep. This means a couple of different things. You can fall asleep up to 20% faster. You can get more deep sleep. Our data is proving that our customers can get up to 30% more restful sleep, less toss and turns, less wake up, these kind of things. And then through temperature, we also wake you up in the morning without sound, so you don't wake up groggy, but you wake up naturally. These are the core features. This is possible because the sensors uh, are embedded into the mattress, so there is nothing to wear, nothing to do, nothing to charge. You just go to bed as you did last night, and we track everything about your health, Plus, based on your biometrics, we optimize your sleep through temperature. What's kind of interesting here is you're almost building like the OS for sleep. Like, like there's so many things that you're building out. I'm kind of interested to know, how do you think about what to prioritize when building next? So you have this, this fantastic product, this fantastic, you know, sleeping product mattress. Um, how do you know what to do with it next? You have this kind of data, you can build this out, this out. How do you prioritize your roadmap and what to work on next? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, there are a couple of different ways. So on one side, obviously you listen to customers. On the other side, obviously we have a certain vision. Uh, and the two things often, most of the times they match. But we are also data and scientifically driven. And so the end goal of our company is to improve your sleep performance. And so we give priority to those features or those hardware products that can really enhance your um, sleep efficiency. 
because our end goal in 10 years from now is what if you could sleep only six hours and get more rest than when you were sleeping eight hours? So what if we can improve your sleep performance by 25%? And at the same time, what if your mattress becomes a sort of health grade device that can track everything about your health every single night and tell you how, also how you're aging because you use the product every single night? Yeah, that makes sense. That's like a pretty exciting future. And the last question we get to will be like, what's the big, you know, how, what could this look like the big vision? But before we get there, definitely a couple more questions for you. So what, what is the day to day look like for you? Uh, you know, there's so many, I feel like elements to this company. Um, wh what are you spending your time on these days? And what's an average day for you? Yeah, so for example, I use colors for my calendar. And, and, and I split that in this, into different activities. So uh, I have a bunch of product meetings. I use green for that on my calendar. Uh, then I have a bunch of ops and finance, uh, which is blue on my, on my calendar. And then I have growth, which is gray. Um, most of the times right now, because of the focus that we have, I'm really into, into growth. And so I would say that is probably 40% of my time. And then the other areas get split within the 60%. Um, there is also an area dedicated to uh, to people, uh, and there could be executive meetings, or lens meetings, and also career development of someone in the team. And as you kind of go about your your days, um, and you're doing all of that, um, I'm sure with that you've learned a ton since you started Eight Sleep. You know, this is a quickly growing company, and something that, like honestly, as I mentioned before we started recording, there's so many people that rave about uh, rave about Eight Sleep. So you're doing something right, or a lot of things right. What are so, what have you learned uh, since you started Eight Sleep? Either about the, the the market or the product or yourself. What are some learnings that you've come across in starting this company? I learned a lot really 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 a lot uh in two dimensions one is about health it has always been a passion of mine but obviously when you run a, a digital health company like it's leap you no know, it's, it's all that you know you is your your is your bread and butter and and so i learn a lot about uh, um, about fitness about nutrition and about sleep and i think i improve my health um, on the other side i learn a lot about really how to learn a fast-growing company um, I learn a lot from my investors, from, from, from my board. I would say across all the things that I learn, a, a key thing is to develop mental frameworks about how to approach different type of challenges and, and decisions. And so as you learn these frameworks, you can use each of them as needed to then take a certain type of decision. And you can also transfer this knowledge and these frameworks to your team to apply um, each of them uh, at their convenience. That makes sense. Um, one thing I'm kind of interested to know about is, I think on the surface, if someone wants to just take a look at this market, like the, I know you're you're much deeper than you're much deeper than mattress market. You're like the health market. You're like longevity in some realm. But like someone on the surface could look at this and be like, oh, there's like, so like there's mattress firm there. There's that there. There's that there. But but you know you still cut through that and just you know really have have shown that there's room for a better player out there. How did, did, when you first started Eight Sleep, did you ever get people saying, oh, the market's full or like, don't do it? And like, how have you, so how do you think about that when you first got started? And now that you've proven them all wrong, um, how do you think about like the next market? Like, what's the next S curve for you? 
Yeah, honestly, I mean, we, we got a lot of pushbacks, right? In, <laughs> during our, our, our startup life, as it happens to most of the startups, um, a lot of people, first they were thinking about us uh, like a wearable when the wearable market was small, and then they thought about us like a, a D2C mattress brand. But obviously, some of our investors and are some of the, the biggest guys in the Valley, like Founders Fund and Cosla and Y Combinator, they saw that we are really tackling the, the trillion dollar markets in health. And we're, we're not a mattress company. We don't have any foam expert inside the company. We are a data company that leverages technology to improve your sleep performance. And so a, a metaphor that you could use to understand what we are doing is what Tesla did. Right, so Tesla was trying to invent a market uh, inside the automotive, which was the, the electric cars. But they are not really just an electric car company, but they are building something much more than that that is going to impact climate change because they also have Solar City and you know, all the different business models. Um, and so I would see a, a similar uh, comparison. And multiple times it happened also on Twitter where you follow us that people compare us to the Tesla of sleep. And that is the number one compliment uh, that someone could uh, could uh, could make us. That's so kind of with that comparison. It, um, it's actually interesting because I, um, on a slight side note, I was the first ever guest. Some history lesson. I was the first ever guest on Jason Calacanis's like call in podcast, um, and I like mm-hmm. called in, and we actually like talked about Tesla for you know five minutes, and you know I I'm a Tesla fan, so I like you know and I like told him about Tesla. He's like oh he, like you know. Anyways, I'm a big fan of Tesla and what they're doing with cars, and I actually think I agree with you 100 percent of the comparison can be made with you. I'm curious like how how have you thought about it? data differently like sleep data health data since you started eight sleep um and and what is now possible now that this exists um that maybe wasn't as wasn't possible before you got started with the company yeah our approach to data is very different from what anyone else is doing because obviously there are a lot of amazing great uh, wearable companies and they track data but the point is what customers always say is all this data is great but so what you're not really improving my life. You're just telling me what is wrong and what is right, but so what? And our approach is very different, right? And it's different for two, for two reasons. First, you don't have to wear anything. So we, we don't expect you to change any habit in your life. Just go to bed as you did last night, but this bed is finally smart. And the second thing is we collect data not for the purpose of collecting data, but for the purpose of adjusting the environment based on your data. So we actually improve your life based on your data and we do it for you without, doing, without you doing anything. So there, that is what makes us very different from any other company in the world, even compared to, to Apple or the Amazon Hello or Whoop or Aura or all the others. And that's why, yeah, we are similar in the type of DNA, but we don't see them as competitors because our value is environment adjustment for, improve, for sleep optimization based on data. Yeah, that, that makes tons of sense. Um, so I have a couple of questions about like the the user experience, more, more like almost like fun questions about like, you know, what it's like to have to have this product. I'm curious of people that use eight sleep. Um, what are some of the contrasts of temperatures they set on their on their beds? Like can someone can, can one person have like 78 degrees and another person have like 60? Like ha, what can what are some things that people can do when they have when they have when they have eight sleep? Yeah, so each side of the bed 
It's completely independent, both in terms of temperature, alarm, vibration, and metrics. And in terms of temperature, you can set any temperature between 55 degrees and 110 degrees. And so potentially, if you sleep with a partner, the partner could be at 100 degrees and you could be at 55. Um, and that works perfectly with the pod. You control everything through your mobile app, um, iPhone or Android. And, and then you have your own sensors, your own metrics, your own vibration, all the features personalized for your side of the bed. So you're pretty much saying one side of the bed can be Boston, while the other side of the bed can be Phoenix, Arizona, all just right, just right next to each other. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Do you, when you, um, maybe when you first launched or more recently, um, but like, ha has there ever been a, a moment of like skepticism, not amongst like naysayers, but just like potential customers? Like, wait, like me and my partner can sleep at totally different temperatures. How is that even possible? And if you have dealt with that, how have you like gotten past that on like a marketing standpoint, on like a mass communication? How do you convince people that this, this actually works as, 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 as you say it is, or has that not been a problem? It has not been a real problem because 50% of the couples, they already fight around temperature. And so people get it. Um, because there are really two major use cases. 50% of couples, they fight around temperature, so they get it. And then you have all the people, oh, I sleep hot, this is really what I need. And then you also have the sort of biohackers or top performers that maybe they have already read that cooling uh, and thermoregulation can improve your sleep performance. And so we were able to inject ourselves into these three segments and just leverage their knowledge. That makes sense. That's like, that shows that like when you first started, you knew the market so well and that's why you just like, that's why you explode, right? That's like what it takes. Well, I kind of want to look out, um, out for eight sleep, you know, look out into the future and wonder, you know, if you were to look out five, 10, 15 years, what, it, what, it, what does it look like then? Or I guess in other words, what's the big vision for what you're working on and what direction are you rowing in? Yeah, so let's start with what we want to achieve. So first, we want to improve, improve your sleep performance. So what if you could sleep less and get the, the same amount of rest than when you were sleeping eight hours, right? So what if you could sleep only six hours? Um, and there are a couple of different ways, a couple of different ideas that we have to, to achieve that. Second, even if you're sleeping only six hours, it's still a substantial amount of time and, and it's something that you do every single day. And so we want to transform your bed in a medical grade device that can be more valuable than your doctor. And so going to bed is better than going to your doctor for a checkup. You will have your heart rate monitor, your HRV monitor and uh, respirations, apnea, snoring and everything about your sleep. These are the things that we want to um, accomplish. The way we can accomplish that, we also want to disrupt the form factor of the bed. Um, the, the, the current shape of the bed has been the same for probably a couple of thousand years. Uh, and then to me is un unacceptable. And so how can we control the whole environment for you while you are asleep? How can we control oxygen for you? Like if you were sleeping in an altitude tent, how we can control um, uh, air temperature, humidity, light, noise, every factor that impacts on your body as you are asleep to improve your sleep performance. 
And to make that happen, like you'll need some help, right? Like you'll need customers, you'll need maybe more investors if you want more investors. You'll definitely need employees, things like that. But what I can guarantee you, you will need help from is help from the forward thinking founders community. So for my second and last question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you looking for employees, looking for investors, BD partnerships? How can the community assist? Yeah, a couple of different ways. So obviously we are we are hiring always and in particular great talent. So if you are really into health and, and sleep, please reach out uh, and there might be an opportunity for you at eight sleep. Second, uh, distribution, right? It's really important that we keep you know, scaling fast as we are doing, uh, but anything that can accelerate that is uh, uh, it, it, it's valuable because you now the, the, the faster you grow, the easier to raise. And as we raise, we can invest more in R&D. And then for my last question is how can people learn more about eight sleep? Do you have a website? I hope you have a website. If you're at this stage, you have a website, I own social media. Can they email you? How can someone get in touch if they're interested? Yeah, obviously, uh, there is our website if you want to learn more about the technology, eight sleep.com eight, like the number E I G H T sleep.com. Uh, then they can follow me on, uh, on Twitter is M. Like Matteo, just initial underscore Franceschetti, my last name. I'm the co-founder and CEO. So if you Google me, you 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 will get my long name. That is quite complicated. Um, and then you can also just email me. Is Matteo at eightsleep.com. All right, Matteo. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the episode of Forward Thinking Founders. If you're sitting there, you're just saying, Matt, I want more. How can I get more? Well, luckily, you can get it at Forward Thinking City. Forward Thinking City is a community for the Forward Thinking Network, right? And we have multiple different aspects of the city. One, we have AMAs. Some of the previous guests that have been on the podcast, like Jonathan Barkle, Kristen Anderson, Austin Allred, come back and they do AMAs with the residents. You can ask them any question that you want, right? You can ask them about fundraising the early days how they got their customers we do these every single week with another you know really great founder that has been on the podcast additionally um, we have our pitch battles right so if you want feedback on your pitch and the opportunity to potentially pitch in front of VCs and talk one-on-one with venture capitalists this is where to do it these are monthly pitch battles so if you don't get in the first time try again right the goal is to improve and get feedback to eventually one, raise, uh, get, get into the room with the VCs. Two, raise capital. Three, so you can get back to your company and building a great startup, building a great business. The last thing I'll mention is that if you were kind of interested in just community, we have our coffee hours and happy hours where you can meet other residents, learn about what they're working on, talk about social things, anything you want. This is a city for founders. It is for investors. It is for startup enthusiasts. It's for anyone that loves startups. So if you're interested in what I'm saying, Go to forwardthinking.city and join the city for $15 a month. Um, you know, the way, the reason I charge is because I want to be able to do this full time and bring as much value as I possibly can. And I think it's well worth the value. You can ask any of the current residents and they will attest to that. So go to forwardthinking.city, join the city, and you'll see immediately the, the next AMA, the next pitch battle, the next event. And I hope to see you there. Forwardthinking.city. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.